Nash. Nash. Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is none other than the comedian slash musician slash Twitch streamer slash TikToker slash actor slash just all around super talented human being, Morgan J. Morgan will be on the show here shortly. You can check out Morgan at uh, MorganJ.com. Or Google Morgan J, and he'll come right up. It's uh, it's pretty amazing. Uh, all the things he does. He has a whole YouTube channel where it has a bunch of sketches, and he's he's traveling the country as a stand-up. I mean, he's just a, a bad, bad, bad mofo. So I'm very happy to have Morgan on the show, and uh, also go and check out his Twitch stream at Twitch.tv/MorganJ. His new comedy special is called i hope my ex doesn't see this and that is linked in the show notes as well and make sure you go check out his podcast called the hook with morgan J. it's uh he he's just he's a working man he's busy he's doing shit so we'll get to morgan in just a moment but first go to rainymystique.com r-e-i-n-a-m-y-s-t-i-q-u-e.com and go check out what she's got going on over there she has a new single about to be dropping in about four weeks called the moon uh you're gonna like it it's like a hip hop hip hip hop i don't know what i was saying there hip hop it's a hip hop uh hip help so go and check out her hip help uh, she's also on twitch at twitch.tv slash we speak that's wrong twitch.tv slash nope whoa okay we're going to try this again one more time, and if we don't get it, then we're not advertising it. So we're moving on after this one. Twitch.tv slash Mystique. Go check her out. She streams four days a week, mostly, when she feels like it, I suppose, uh, from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Speaking of Twitch, go and check out We Speak English Good on Twitch. We are streaming there. Uh, we're, we're streaming there. It, April is a wild month for us over here at the at the We Speak English Good podcast. So uh, make sure that you're following us in our Discord or follow us on our social medias, which are all in the show notes because uh, the schedule is a little off for the live stream. But if you do like the audio version of the podcast, you're going to love the live streams. We go over music news. We, we, you get to be a part of the conversation. You get to ask questions. You get to do all kinds of stuff that you don't get from just listening in on the audio side. If you just like listening on the audio side, whatever. That's all good. We appreciate you. I love seeing that. We're almost at 2 million people. We're almost at 2 million in less than two years, I think. That's that's 
fucking wild. So I appreciate y'all hanging in there, listening to all the old podcasts, listening to the new podcast, just listening in general. It's much appreciated. So thank you guys very much. Uh, you can also like, subscribe, review, like us on all the social medias. I'm not going to name them. I just named them. They're all in the show notes. So go click around and follow your boy. You can subscribe to us on Apple iTunes. Follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on YouTube or on the Twitchers or Twitch. You can also do a very free thing and support the show by going and giving us a rating. Go on to uh, Apple iTunes or go on to Spotify and give us a five-star rating. You can also leave a review, a written review on Apple iTunes or anywhere you can leave a written review. It's very much appreciated. We'll read that shit on air. Uh, you can write the show at WeSpeakEnglishGood at gmail.com and that, that's about it. We got some amazing guests coming up this uh in the month of april Uh, i'm very much looking forward to the people coming up so again stay tuned it's gonna be it's gonna be wild it's gonna be wild so let let's get on with the show here we got all kinds of stuff going on this friday i know i just said let's get on with the show but i forgot this today the day that this drops on the live stream at 12 p.m eastern standard time we have Fedor uh, Nazarov. I think that's how you say it. He is a Polish, Russian, Polish uh, metal guitarist. And I don't even know how to say the name of his band, but his band is so freaking rock and roll. No, they're metal roll. I don't know what I'm talking about. This is this is just sad. He is uh, He is actually volunteering right now with the refugees from the ukraine in at the polish border Uh, he stepped away from his band who is actually pretty popular in russia and uh you know i I gotta say i I really dig the music but i really freaking respect what he's doing Uh, i follow him on his facebook page and he's always posting pictures of him helping the refugees posting pictures of what he's seen and it's devastating what's going on in the ukraine so all the love and 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 well wishes going to the ukraine to the people of the ukraine i don't know about the government over there but i definitely sending my love out to the people out there who are suffering at the hands of these uh these these terrible terrible leaders who are who are leading you know this this bloody awful war so um much love to the ukrainian people uh okay so now that uh we got that out of the way let's get into our guest today again he is an amazing comedian a musician uh, you can find him at morganj.com he's at twitch.tv slash morganj and you can find his stand-up special the link is in the show notes so please go show some support to your boy morgan j and now without any further ado let's talk to morgan j Yeah, yeah. 
What's up? How we doing? <laughs> Dex, what's up, buddy? How's oh, my. yeah, you got your your reverb on too. Yeah, you work. know, it, we we're reverbed up over here. Yeah, you know, making it happen, Captain Morgan. Thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate you coming on. I I, I know you're a busy guy with all your your TikToks and your YouTubes <laughs> and your stand up specials and such. So I appreciate you making the time to come on here and, and uh, you know. And and rap a little. Uh, oh yeah, I'm happy to be here. I'm glad you reached out. Let's go. Uh, uh, well, and I got the chat open too, so I can see what y'all are saying. What's up, everybody? Yeah, How so we don't doing? be talking shit. He, he can see it too. I can see you. Um, I I have to start off by saying that my wife is a huge fan of yours. Uh, oh really? She's the one who was like, "You need to get this guy on your show." <laughs> so it's oh my a, goodness! And she, did she find me on TikTok? I I think she found you on Instagram. 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 Where are y'all based out of? Well, uh, I'm in Ohio, in Toledo, Ohio, okay. but I moved back from Southern California, San Diego, uh, a couple years ago. So I'm, Okay. You know, I'm going out to, to Kent State uh, in a couple weeks. I don't know how far that is from Toledo, but... It's not very far at all. It's yeah, so I'm doing, a, I'm doing a, a show at Kent State University. Oh, that's dope. Do you so do a lot of colleges? Cool. I... Let me make sure I want to get myself in the middle of it. Oh, okay, yeah. Look at you. I, uh, I do here. a lot of I do a lot of colleges. I uh, I just got back from like a week of shows. I was in Illinois, Massachusetts. Where's one more I'm missing? I did. Yeah, I, I do I do a bunch. I do mm. a bunch of colleges. It's honestly like a a main source of uh, income among other things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. So yeah, I do that. That's that's one thing I do, and and uh, it's taken me to Ohio. I was actually in Ohio State, uh, the Ohio State, excuse me, uh, the Ohio State a couple of weeks ago, which was pretty cool. That was a good show. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So are you? Um, so because of tick, I, I don't know. Like, have you seen people coming out to see you because of things like TikTok and your YouTube and stuff? Or, or definitely, yeah. Uh, I I was. Um, on a TV show like a couple years ago, and like, what's up? Hey, Heaven, what's Heaven Majesta. <laughs> Thank you for that what's sub, up? Heaven. I appreciate um, that. I, w I was, uh, I was, um, yeah, no, I was on a TV show back in 2019, and like, I was under the impression that that, that would, you know, change my career. Uh, <laughs> and the truth is, TikTok and social media has done more for my career than you know, three national television appearances has. Wow. So, so it's kind of like changed my perspective on social media. It also is kind of scary as far as like, if you are somebody who wants to be, get into comedy or honestly any art form, um, the way you have to deal with social media now is, I saw a little bug there. I was trying to grab it. Oh, uh, the way you have to deal with like getting your stuff out there is, is mostly marketing now. So it's kind of, it's kind of different. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's not really, it, I mean, you have to have some sort of talent to market, but like, it's not, uh, not because they saw you on TV or they, they, or, or, or you made that special on, or I'm sorry, made an appearance totally. on Comedy Central. It's because TikTok and Instagram is taking such a, uh, a prevalent presence in, in, uh, pop culture that, that I, I could see that, man. And, yeah, I mean, even my manager was like, you know, you've probably gotten more exposure from your special on YouTube than most people get on, uh, you know, their Comedy Central presents or things like that. You know what I mean? And and some people, I know one comic, she, they, she did a a um, 
Comedy Central digital set, which means it only appeared on Instagram and YouTube. And it got, you know, it was one of the highest performing ones. And from that, they gave her a full special on on the network. You know what I mean? So. That's pretty amazing. There, there's always a third door, y'all. I don't know how, you know, with the people that are watching, like, you know, you never know who, uh, what, what is going to lead to the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And I mean, you're, you're, you're special, which, uh, which is pretty fucking funny, man. It's, it's oh, fucking thanks. hilarious. I, I loved it. Uh, uh, it, what was the name of it? It's uh, hope my ex I hope my ex doesn't yeah. see this. Yeah, it's and, and I picked that name on purpose because I wanted something clickbaity. Like if I were to post it on uh, Reddit, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. something that somebody would be like, "Oh, what is this?" You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very clever. That's very clever. <laughs> Just, you and wanna, it worked. You know, it, I feel like it worked. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, the. the how long how many how much do you how much time are you invested in marketing and how much time do you put into your social media i mean it it seems like one of those things that could uh overtake like your craft even you know what i mean yeah it does and it absolutely does i mean i posted something on tiktok the other day like one of these trends on how to balance you know making were, you know, making songs that I like, writing songs that I think are funny, that are good, that are that I could do live, making content that's worth consuming, uh, posting, you know, regularly al- along all platforms. I mean, it really is like uh, a, a huge mindfuck because it's like uh, you, you see people burn out all the time. Yeah. And you just it, now it's every day I got to think about it. It's like on my to do list. Like you got to post a TikTok twice a day. You have to do this today. Uh, you know, instead of back in when I first started over a decade ago, it was like, all right, make sure you sit down and write for an hour today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like uh, my friends will be sending me messages like, hey, what should I caption this? Should I put this title on or how long should I? And it's like that that didn't used to be the conversation. The conversation used to be like, yo, is this um, is this funny? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like a, it's pretty jarring and it's like very Black Mirror. It's like that first or second episode in season one where you see Daniel Kaluuya. I believe he's the actor in the, in the show. I don't know if you know which one I'm talking about, where they're on treadmills and stuff and they're just like, oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. It, 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 it does feel like that a little bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that oh, dude, Black Mirror. Isn't it fucked up how the world has sort of shifted into Black Mirror, that paradigm of Black Mirror? <laughs> like it do be, it do be like that. It, <laughs> it really do be like that. And um, you know, it's at the end of the day, you just got to do stuff that makes you happy. You got to be into your own work. I've been fortunate enough to supplement, you know, my comedy career with getting booked on commercials and little tv roles and things like that and those help keep the lights on and obviously like a little bit of unemployment i mean it's uh oh an ad popped up (laughs) oh because i have your stream open okay i was like wait a second um but like uh but it it, it is like a little bit like that you know you have to uh i got distracted i now i got lost in my my look at this (laughs) video game they're playing (laughs) my tona um, it's so funny that this is popping up because I'm actually doing a corporate event for Epic Games literally tomorrow morning. Oh shit! Do you, do you like doing corporate events? I those oh that's the other thing that pays a lot. Yeah. College events, corporate events. So college events, corporate events. Um, 
college events, corporate events, commercials, TV stuff, private parties, that all pays the bills like really well. And then it kind of a, a frees you up. You know, I just booked this job for this commercial gig that is going to pay me a, the most money I've ever made before in my life in, in one lump sum. That's incredible. And it's sort of, so it's sort of like, you know, when people say, what would you do if somebody handed you a check for, you know, I'm not going to say how much, but X amount of dollars, like, what would you do? So now I'm kind of faced with this. All I really want to do is just stay here and play video games right now. I'm like <laughs> playing, um, horizon, uh, um, horizons forbidden West. And I don't have a lot of time to play video games and I'm, I'm playing this video game and I'm just like, damn, like this requires a, a big commitment and <laughs> not that I don't want to commit. It's right. just sort of like, I Googled like, how long does this, yeah, like uh, one lump sum in 30 days turnaround. Yeah. Uh, I'm just looking at what Raina said. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what, what, like what this game re requires 85 to a hundred hours of gameplay to, to 100%. I think it said like 35 hours to go through the main story. So then I'm just trying to go through the main story and then I'm realizing like, because I haven't done any of the side quests, I'm not leveled up enough to like go through the story. So now I'm like going back and doing the side quests and somebody was like, you got to get Elden Ring. And I'm like, well, I don't know. That might just derail my whole career if I get that. Because <laughs> I, I, I used to be straight up addicted to Warcraft 3, oh. the, the real-time strategy game. Okay. I don't want to date myself how old I am, but yeah. uh, Warcraft 3. Wow, and now. Uh, I started on Counter-Strike 1.4. Uh, I started, um, yeah, Half-Life, um, you know, and... Uh, it's a slippery slope. And then, I, and then I got into MOBAs. And then I got into League of Legends. And I got into a MOBA on my iPad. And then that was a dangerous mistake. And it's like I got to uninstall and reinstall the game like every once in a while on my computer because I'm just like, bro, you got to get some shit done. You can't be playing this shit for four hours straight. Like what, is, what, is, what do you gain from this? It's like such a toxic community too. <laughs> it's like they tell you to kill yourself and delete. And, and, and you're just like, I'm going to keep playing. And the, the minute you, I don't know how familiar Chad is or people are with, with, with League of Legends, but like the minute you try to, you know, learn a new champion and people are like, what the fuck are you doing? Uninstall the game. You know, it's like, you can't even, you know, it's okay if I swear, right? Yes. Yes, please. Okay, cool. Anyway, so to, to go back to your original answer, I do like the corporate events, especially because I have like a whole setup. I have a whole setup. And like, I even have this thing I do during the corporate events called positive oh, message time. So you hear this? You hear that? Yes, I do. So what we do during positive message time is we get really close to the camera. We get really freaking close to the camera. And we go, go Mike. And Mike's chat, listen up. I want you to know that you guys are freaking beautiful. And you guys are fucking awesome. And I'm not always going to be here to gas you up. You understand what I'm saying? Because we fucking, we, we love you guys. And like, when this stream is over, I want you to go look yourself in the mirror. And I want you to be like, I fucking love you. <laughs> I freaking think you're beautiful. You're my best. You got to say this shit to yourself. This isn't a fucking game. You understand what I'm saying? So, uh, <laughs> shit like that. Wait, and like you had tears coming too, which was uh, uh, incredible as well. Uh, I, I <laughs> that is something I do on my own uh, my own channel. So uh, people could redeem points for a positive message time where we just gas people up because it's like I don't know. They think it's so funny, and and, and what I've noticed about doing live shows or any sort of show 
is people just want it to be about them a little bit. They want to feel included in the experience. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what it is. And especially with these corporate events, it's like anything that's about them is mind blowing. <laughs> do, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, you understand. They just sat through like an hour meeting with graphs and things like KPIs, OKRs, and I don't know exactly, I don't know what you do for work or what you're, if, you, if you deal with like an HR department or things like that, or people say things like, we got to circle back and touch base, or, and, and, but you know, yes. anything that's slightly goofy or silly, they, they really uh, are into, you know? Yeah. Yeah. People definitely like to talk, like they like things to be about them. They like that attention. Yeah. It's, it's, and that's not, that's not, there's nothing wrong with that. No, but, no, know. no. I mean, Twitch is very similar in that way where you, uh, where, you know, you talk to people and you're like, you know, thank you, heaven, for sub subscribing. You know, absolutely. Dex, thanks for it's being all about here. the chat. Yeah. I see chaotic decks in there. Oh, yeah. Chaotic I see Reina Mystique in there. That's my wife, well, by the way, who fucking, who, who Reina, Reina, <laughs> Reina Mystique. Yeah. Let's go supportive wife let's freaking go we love that she's very supportive she's very supportive yeah um well uh, I, you know like the the reason why i was asking you about these college gigs, i'm gonna share i'm gonna real quick i'm gonna share your post again sure and just say i'm live right now oh, i forgot so to do that so, too Such no nice no you already did it today i think you already did i it. did do it today but i didn't do it good enough no bro you're good enough you're enough don't even stress don't even stress we speak why is it is the name of the Instagram account We Speak English Good? It is. Why was why did you name it that? Um it, it was like a very stoner boner moment and like I thought it was clever. Like we speak English good, that's not good English. <laughs> and then it was just that. And that's it. Do you uh do you and your wife smoke a lot of weed together? Uh we used to, but we actually don't smoke weed anymore. Like uh why's that? Uh, health reasons because it's unhealthy to put a bunch of smoke into your lungs. It's not good. So my girlfriend smokes weed morning, noon, and night. That's and I, I told her, I'm like, yo, you be smoking too much and you gotta <laughs> cut that shit out. You, you don't know, smoke together with her? Yeah, I mean, I will. Sorry, I was just posting about it. I, no, I no. will. Um, but uh, I treat it like a glass of wine or like a beer mm. or something. I can't, especially here in California, you know, the, the, the weed is like cancer medicine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. So. Yeah, no, Cali weed is uh, pretty incredible. Uh, we get... Chaotic, we, wait, Chaotic Duck said, how about baking cakes? Do you mean like cakes with uh, like weed in it? Like I'll, I'll do edibles. I also do mushrooms occasionally. I have like chocolate mushrooms that I will partake in and i'll have like i'll do small doses of it you know do you do, you do like the micro dosing where like you'll you'll go out through the day and sort of like yeah, i'm gonna take this like you know one gram and i'm just gonna go on with my day and absolutely i did a show um on saturday night with this really funny comedian beth stelling uh if you guys aren't familiar with her she's absolutely hilarious and uh, I was with my friends and i was like hey i'm gonna take this little half of chocolate mushroom and they're like you're gonna do this and perform i was like yeah it's not it's not what you think. It's like, uh, you know, it's just kind of like having a couple beers and you're, mm -hmm. then you're just sort of vibing. And it's like having a couple beers without having to feel the effects the next day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So alcohol is hard on that. Uh, how, yeah. What does it, have you uh, noticed that it, does it enhance anything? Does it, does it take away? I mean, what, uh, what have you noticed that it's done for, especially performing? I don't know. Like, uh, I, it makes me better. I think I just am more sociable and, and mm. interactive and more fun and smiley. Mm. I will say when I've gone on stage high or drunk, and I those two I haven't done often, but 
the thing is it's hard to know whether you actually had a good set or not you might be having a good time and it, 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 there's a fine line between like I'm killing and oh my god is this terrible so <laughs> you know you, yes. that paranoia can sometimes set it set in if you don't do things right you know mm-hmm. um, but sometimes some of my best sets you know I had the, I had just the right amount of drinks and just the right amount of puffs and then you have this unforgettable you ride this wave it's just it's fucking incredible but the problem with that is then you feel like you are chasing that feeling and you have mm. to do that at all times. Yeah. You know, and then you don't want to become dependent on that feeling, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You, you don't want to be able to achieve that without any of those outside, uh, those things, you know? Yeah, especially as like a comedian who, who you, you're like, you're doing it all by yourself. You're the one with the microphone and like, you got to sort of push through any of those. Um, I mean, if you're having a bad day, it doesn't matter. You got to get up there and you got to fucking just do it. You're a musician as well, so you could probably relate to that. I mean, for me, it's like, you know, I, I'm just a musician. I'm mostly a background player. So, like, I, sure. I fucking, I can go up there completely depressed out of my soul and fucking just sit there and, yeah. like, I'm doing sometimes it. You gotta, sometimes you got to put on a happy face. I think mm-hmm. uh, a good example of, of that is, like, Johnny Carson, you know, the guy would have to host, especially all these late night hosts. They got to host a show yeah. every night of the week, and it's their job. And uh, I think go, going back to social media, if you're somebody who has to post every day, or, or you built your whole life around following, even if you don't feel the energy, you have to show up, and that's your job. But it's I feel like it's way harder than having to show up to like a bank teller job, hmm. uh, you yeah, know, because it's like I worked at the Apple Store, I worked in the stock room. You just kind of can zone out or not really give a shit and just kind of do your job as well as you can. And, but when you're on stage, everybody, you know, everybody's watching and they can tell, you know, however, I will say honesty is rewarded. So sometimes if you're honest with the audience, I think a good example of that is Gerard Carmichael special. I just came out two nights ago. And if you watch that, you know, he's just like really honest. And I think people kind of, especially now crave authenticity and a real experience. I think one of the reasons why Twitch is so popular and live streams is, is people want that now, yeah. you know? So we're just trying to get there. Yeah. They, trying to get there. They definitely want that vulnerability. They want to see who you are. They don't want to see your like, Hey, and now look at my spin or my flapping dicky or whatever it is, you know, a little it's, bit. Yeah. yeah. A little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like I, I loved Mark Marin for that uh, because he was he well, I, I loved. He still is doing that, yeah, but like he's, he's like one thing. one of those people who I, I don't think he, um, I don't think he, uh, uh, he didn't come up with the method or anything. But like I really liked how he's done it, you know. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, and how he how he presents himself as well. And I know that now it's like a lot of people are doing that. And then you hear from some comedians who are like, "Oh, I don't want to hear about people fucking being bitchy about stuff." And it's, it sounds like it's from the older comedians. Yeah, I, I think it is interesting. I mean, people kind of like on one hand, it is good to be authentic, but then. I think some people wear their trauma and their their like honesty super hard on their sleeve and they kind of make their whole identity about that and then they kind of forget that you can grow and move on and and be different and also like it's okay to be earnest and grateful and happy and stuff like that you know Uh, there's a lot of ways to do it you know Mm -hmm. so uh, you got to just show I feel like a wide range of uh, of emotion and dynamic and 
um, let people know you are human. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. No, it, it, it's funny to hear some of these older, crankier uh, comics just sort of like, you know, turned into a therapy session or something. And it's like, well, it, it's, I feel like at a certain point that that person, and, and you know, these are coming from legend, but still, it's like, uh, uh, it's still, it's like you get to a certain point where you start sort of, um, uh, you start rejecting like change, you know, and yeah. like an evolution, and you're just sort of stuck in your own ways. And I think that's a a good way to sort of get stale. And and you see that yeah. in music as well. I often think or I hear about people wanting to be the best, the greatest, the 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 one and only. But the problem with that, and I've said this before on my own podcast, is like. If you do become the best, then where where do you get to go from there? You know what I mean? It's sort of like, you know, I went to theater school, but then I did stand-up for six years, and then I started doing music comedy, and we've kind of come full circle where I'm doing music again, or doing acting, and i got to throw some more jokes in my set too. But, uh, you know, we're, at, we're, we're, we're always changing and trying something different, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and so. and I and that's what I love about the 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 format of comedy is that it can literally be anything as long as you're getting laughs, as long as the laughs are coming, you know, or and yeah. it, it doesn't even need to be. And like uh, you know, like you don't, it doesn't even you don't have to get laughs all the time too. It's like some people can really, you know. Uh, take the room with them on emotional yeah. in emotional places and then bring them back up to laughing at it and it's just I really love that dynamic it, it, it's it, huge. It, it reminds me so much of music just because of how you, you know you can kind of bring things down and, and you know make things quiet and sexy you know or, or like fucking bring it hard up and go you know rock and roll or whatever it is you can bring you could take people with you and, and uh, totally on this sort of journey and and i really really respect that stuff um you have like a really super r&b feel to your songs i i really dig that is, is yeah are you a huge r&b fan or do you, do you inspire i think it kind of like came from my musical background i i uh first of all grew up in the 90s and then also the first guitar i had was a uh, well it, it well all the guitars i have basically are are, are nylon string guitars mm -hmm. and the thing about nylon strings and the way it sounds it's kind of warmer and smoother and i'm brazilian and i like bossa nova so all the chords that i'm kind of using are you know minor seventh, major sevenths, uh, you know, things like that. And, and those uh, dominant sevenths and those are kind of more conducive to R&B kind of vibes. And I did notice with my first, with my second album, it felt kind of R&B. And then with the new songs I have, there's a little bit more singer songwritery stuff going on. And I'm just sort of trying to change up the vibe altogether, you know? Mm. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. I was talking to my friend last night about that. It's like that people do request that song. And that's mm -hmm. probably one of the songs people might have heard first from me. And it's, it's honestly like, I don't dislike singing it, but I think I like singing my newer stuff more. Yeah. I don't know. You just it, like, you just, you know, but, but then again, I, I write all my songs in a way where I, I try to infuse it. I can, I can infuse it with something a little bit different each time you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so what is your musical background like what what, what were you trained musician self-taught uh i did uh i took piano for about 10 years uh i don't play well anymore it was classical piano and then i kind of stopped oh cool 
And then uh, I picked up the guitar around 16, 17, did like a month or two of lessons. And then I just sort of did my own thing. I feel like I might have been way better at guitar had I kept doing lessons. Hmm. Um, but I guess I just try to focus on the songwriting and the singing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And in the production stuff, we can export that to somebody else, even though I'm trying to learn that too. Uh, my dad was a musician in Argentina. He was a pop star over there. So I guess oh, I kind of inherited, inherited a little bit of that. What was his name or what is his name? Sorry, Ricardo Roda. What I could do is I could even look up a YouTube video and I can send you in the chat. Okay. You in the chat. We can and fucking you, check that shit out, son. You know. Uh, <laughs> that is so tight. You had a pop yeah. star dad. And, uh, so Older guy. Older guy. What? He did like, uh, and you got to understand like anything that happened in America happened in another country like 10 years later. So does that make sense? <laughs> yes. It does. So like, so like if, if psychedelic rock music was popular in the late seventies, it only kind of arrived in another country like 10 years after that for the most part. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, here we go. Let me pull this one. Where, up. where did, did you, uh, were you a, around for that portion of no. his life? Okay. No, because then he moved to America and it's sort of like, you can't really, oh, I could also put it in the chat too. Why did I do that? Let's put it in the oh, chat. Oh, it's all right. Okay. Oh, but, um, oh, oh, oh. it's okay. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, no. He, when he moved to America, you have permission to post the link. Permit. Oh, okay. Should I do it again? Did it go through? Um. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, thank you, Robbie. What's up, buddy? Good to see you, man. Thank you for oh. uh, dropping in. Okay. Um. If not, yeah. it's okay. Let me. But, I, uh, I can do it. Oh, you got okay for sure. I'll grab it. But yeah, he became a chef when he moved to the the U.S. Oh, <laughs> that's dope. A little bit different. Yeah. All right. Um. I will. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This is just the song. This is just the song. There's no, it's not like a video. So uh, just be aware of that. But we got to see this handsome devil here. This guy right here. Uh, that's amazing. Hold on. Uh, boom. And la-bow. Okay. Check let's, that out. Let's, let's, let's check so that's this. That's my dad. That's my dad, huh? Ricardo, oh, I Ricardo Roda. Hey. Quieres irte, me quieres dejar sola en tus noches. Después me llamará. Quiero arrullarte, arrullarte, acunándote en las olas del mar, del mar, ligándote a un granito de arena. So, yeah, so he was doing like music like this, some surfer, you know, like surfer rock music. Yeah. That kind of, when you know, you see those videos of people dancing on the beach. Yeah. Uh, back in the day, yeah. kind of kind of stuff like that. Yeah, that's cool. That, that and and also singing like classic songs that like Frank Sinatra would sing those those type of songs. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So so was so he moved to America and became a chef. That's what he did. Yeah, well, you know, if you're famous in one country, it's kind of hard. Um, see you, Robbie. Yeah, much brother. love. No worries, buddy. Thank um, you so much for coming in. When you move to another country and you're famous like at least into america if you move from if you're famous in any other country move to america crossing over and becoming popular in that country is just so much harder yeah to do you know what i mean and so um 
you know, that's just what it is. So when he, and also it's like, you can't be a pop star forever. So I think like mm. in his, in his forties, he kind of transitioned to be, being, being a chef and cooking. What, was that hard and for him? Was that a hard, hard I don't know. I, I'll be real with you. He, he died when I was, uh, he, when I was a kid. So I, oh. I didn't get to know too much about it. Oh, um, way to go. You brought up the sad part of the, the sad part of the, the interview. Let's go. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I'm messing with you. <laughs> I'm talking with you. Uh, no, he did. He did pass away, but I, I have gone to plenty of therapy and journaling and, and all. That. <laughs> Yo, journaling helps. I I thought it was so stupid, but like, like, like even those positive affirmations. Like, I know you're doing it as a kind of a joke and stuff, but like, oh, I'm big. That I'm big. shit fucking that. works. That shit I'm is super real. Big into that. that it, shit is real. The power of energy is real. Yes. Your 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 life goes towards your strongest thought does that make sense so if yes. you are uh if you think you're not good enough and you're not going to amount to anything then you will not right uh th there's no harm i don't see what the the harm is in telling yourself that you're awesome and you're the shit and you're going to do amazing things you know what I mean? Right. I don't really know what the harm in that is. So I'm always really surprised when people kind of adopt this negative attitude, this defeatist attitude. Yes. Because um, there's 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 no there's no there's nothing wrong with the other one. No. So, yeah. Yeah. Like what 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 does it hurt to just look in the mirror and be like, hey? Oh yeah. I love you. And they say if you journal at least, even if you journal five minutes a day, mm -hmm. uh, at the beginning of the, the day, you're gonna have a better day throughout the day. Oh shit! I was doing that at the end of the day. I was journaling wrong. Fuck! All right. No, I mean you could do it at the end <laughs> or the beginning. You might, but but uh, either way, it will alleviate stress and anxiety. Even if you were to journal for five minutes a day. So yeah. Highly. That's Morby. Put the hands up. Vibe yeah. out with us. Yeah. We see you. Yeah. G. Get it, girl. Uh, no, that you absolutely journaling. I mean, because uh, I used to work at this. Uh, I still kind of do. I work with the homeless, and okay, uh, any anything. If you have any idea what it's like to work with the homeless, it's like um, it's like very intoxicated fucking children, you know, like just yeah, it, with mental health issues and violence, uh, mm -hmm. like real violence, like real violence that could you know murder you, yeah, you, you know. So like, uh, it used to be like a very lots of poop. That makes sense. <laughs> Stop it, Morby. Stop that shit literally stop that shit no i'm just kidding i love you morbs uh morby i'm gonna send out your care package uh, uh tomorrow I, I didn't get a chance yesterday but i will get you tomorrow because i love you girl okay Let's go. but <laughs> but but yeah man like after a long day dealing with people screaming at you for more applesauce mm. and like you know just you seeing people shitting in the middle of the floor and and you know dragging people out of the place as they're you know because they're trying to throw chairs at you it, it, it like coming home and journaling was like such a huge thing um, because I was so pumped up. I mean, and you know how this is oh, after yeah. a performance. Like it's like you're very pumped up. Yeah, uh, yeah. All this it's hard adrenaline. To, it's hard to go to sleep. You got unwind. Yes. You know, you, you, energy is real. You've taken, you have taken all that energy from them, and it's like you got to direct it somewhere. And it's right. like you don't want to direct it at your wife. Uh, <laughs> right. right. You don't want to exactly all that all that all that doo doo and all that negativity and yes. The, the, you know who knows who you're bringing home you know what i mean absolutely my mom my mom probably would say like some of these people unfortunately have like a demon attached to their soul and then you got to be careful because like you know you, that demon might jump on you and then you take it home with you you know yeah. what i mean no did, did your mom did your mom do uh the egg the egg thing to remove the demons from her headaches and stuff i don't know 
So my mom is Brazilian. My mom is Brazilian, mm -hmm. and uh, she's very spiritual. She does uh, she, like if I go to Brazil and I visit my family there. Uh, she she lives there now. She moved back to Brazil. Oh, right. She's coming back to she's coming back to New York actually in, in a couple months. But um, they have this thing called oração, which is like you kind of go into this room at a church and they kind of just like it's like reiki but for with jesus you know what i mean yeah yeah, like, yeah they get all the negative they get like mm, get all the negative energy off of you yeah you know kind of that sort of thing and whether you believe in that or not again it's just one of those things where you know why fight this you know what i'm saying to the bang to the bam um, that's the only pergunta I know. That's the only that's the only question she uh they know. Is Toto Bem? I don't know what that means. Toto Bem means like are you, you good? Like everything cool? Oh. How are you? Like Toto Bem? Oh, How are you? Okay. Yeah. Well, Morby, you know so much about other languages. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Europeans know so much about everything and Is Morby from Europe? Yeah, Morby is a European. Uh, Morby. Yay. Uh, but the, the no, it, it, my mom is, is from Mexico. She's Mexican. So she uh, she does that little bit of the Santeria, you know, it just, oh, uh, yeah. she, but, but she doesn't know it is, you know, like she just does it because like, I think that's what she's done her whole life, but she has right. the egg going on her head. And I can't remember if she has to like put it in a, like a baggie and break it or not break it. I can't remember. I think it's not break well, it. I, I'll say this, like, you know, the placebo effect is real. Yeah. And for every culture and every religion, all these little, allo, that's how you say hello in Germany. Um, allo. <laughs> but, uh, but, but like anything that these cultures do, like whether it's like putting an egg on your head or it's like, you know, uh, putting a glass of water on top of a, ref of a refrigerator. So like your ancestors in the afterlife can, if they're thirsty, they can grab a drink or, this and that. These are all just like conduits to the placebo effect to help you feel better, right? Mm -hmm. So if that's what it takes, then that's what it is. You know what I mean? Like, am I a religious person? No. Do I pray? I don't think so, but I meditate and I send, uh, uh, you know, like I'll, I'll, I'll just try to send like good vibes and energy for to people who are, you know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. it's like, uh, it's, it's whatever, it's whatever works for a person. And I always think it's interesting, uh, when people like criticize other people's, I I just don't like extremism. That's all. Yeah, that's, I think that's kind of like when people kind of go nuts with the shit, you know. Yeah, and 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 now's now's the time. It seems that people are sort of choosing to go nuts with that shit and whatever it is, mm -hmm. I, I, whether it's like uh, you know, whether it's like vaccine, anti-vaccine, Trump, no, yeah. pro-Trump, against Trump, fuck it, woke, unwoke, whatever the whole, whatever the situation is, totally. Like, feel like uh it, it's sort of turned into this religious uh ceremony or religious thing that people are sort of doing hey uh, late night linguist coming from my my stream what's up what up late night welcome in it's all energy and it's all love it's all energy it's all energy it's all love you know what i mean yeah yeah no i i feel that man like it, it's uh <sighs> I don't know. Like, I, I do feel like there is sort of this lack of because, and I'm not religious either, but I do the same thing. I practice, uh, I practice meditation, and I do send yeah. out good energy. and And even my family, at the end of the night, we like to do this thing where we say our thankfuls, you know. And it's not yeah. like we're praying per se, but we're just saying, "Hey, I'm thankful for friends, family." 
a roof over our head, clean drinking water, you know, just yeah. these things, just to be thankful because there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing, you know, again, there's nothing wrong with just putting a little positivity out there. Is that going to hurt anybody? No, it's not. It's not going to hurt you or anyone around you. It's perfectly safe. It's a lovely thing to do. Uh, but but I do feel like that there is sort of this um, this this void that that religion sort of you know filled for a long time um, and and now it's sort of with the absence of it and and with the rejection of it you know like people are sort of rejecting that now especially when you go on these on these coastal cities you know it's huge there I'm in I'm in the Midwest now so like yeah. right now Lent's a huge thing there's fish fries every yeah. fucking Friday there's fucking yeah. fucking special donuts that for Jesus and shit it's like it, it, it's wild but you know it, there's a lot of people who are sort of rejecting this religion and I feel like there's sort of this void that's being filled by these other these other sort of ideologies ideologies and and, and it's yeah, it's turned 100%. into sort of this extreme uh it, it, well it, it's going either this or that now right left or right or fucking vaccine yeah, there's no uh, there's no uh there's no room for like a nuanced discussion on anything you know what i mean yeah yeah so no, absolutely, and and I, I mean, you know, as a as a comedian, you know, and uh, you know, seeing your special, it, you know, like it, again, everybody go and, and check out his special. I don't know if I said that again. I'm like, should okay. do it. Should do it. Go check out. You know, uh, you could also go to my Instagram because I, I I I'm posting all the songs from the old special. Uh, on there um, you go to his and, link yeah. tree or go follow him on twitch go do that now everybody go go yeah. go go and watch it the special is go is, go go see he just made go, it. go 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 <laughs> let's go <laughs> do you use a stream deck I do. I do use a stream deck. I should get one of those. They're pretty dope. They're pretty dope. <laughs> Morby's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, uh, oh, fuck. That's the fun thing about streaming is that you can get so distracted so easily. You're monitoring yeah. like 50,000 things. I uh, know. I, I got like three screens open. I got the, the actual Twitch stream. I got our Zoom thing open. And actually, that's all I have open. And I also have my phone open because uh, uh, time-sensitive messages are coming in. Of course, <laughs> of course. Uh, um, no, but I, I think it's a. Uh, I, I don't know. As a comedian who's sort of you know, uh, you know, almost commenting on this, you know, in in a way, I know your special wasn't like this super politically charged thing where you're like commenting no, on society. I and I stay away from that stuff for the most part. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah, and so I was just curious on how you, how you were taking sort of like this idea of of comics not being able to be comedians or 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 like you know what just happened with Will Smith slapping the shit out of Chris Rock you know over a joke which it wasn't even that good of a joke in my personal opinion yeah. I think it was sort of just like this like I don't know this how do you did you see that thing about Amy Schumer about the joke that she was gonna tell and she didn't tell it no I didn't what was she gonna tell well one of the writer one of the jokes that got cut was like uh it was like, I can't believe uh, Alec Baldwin is here. Don't look up. Don't look down the barrel of his shotgun or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they cut that, obviously. Um, Why not? I, 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 was at a, I was at a school. Uh, where was the school? I went, it was U, UMass Amherst. And I was hosting a talent show for them, right? 
and uh, I so I did well as far as I know. Everybody, everybody who booked me said I did a great job. I got a DM from this one student. She was a freshman there, and uh, he, I think it was a she. She was. I made a. I made this stupid. It wasn't even like that kind of a joke. It was sort of a, a joke about like because it, at the show there was a bunch of cupcakes and, and cookies and sugars and I've done a, and sugar and I've done a lot of colleges where they always lure people to events and as somebody who was an RA you lure everybody to the events with cupcakes and sugar and carbs <laughs> and things like that you yeah. know so then I made a joke about how like oh no wonder people get their freshman 15 it's like every room you go into there's 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 sugar everywhere and cupcakes and it's like entrapment and then I got this DM from this person who was like I don't know who you are I've never heard of you but I was at the event last night and I thought that joke was offensive <laughs> and so like it's sort of like we're it, the slope now is getting very slippery mm. in that people are offended by literally everything. And I think it's the problem is that we all have a voice. And so, um, you know, that whole thing with Will, that whole thing just is kind of indicative of like not being able to take yourself. May I slip on your slope? May I slip on? Yeah, of course, Morbi. You can slip on my slope. Let's go. Love that sexual innuendo. You know what hey. I'm saying? But like, but like I got a, my, my, one of my parents, one of my, my stepdad has Parkinson's and he's had, it, and, and I, he's had it for decades now. And, and like, you know, if I had a, a nickel for every comedian who's made a joke about Parkinson's, you know, I'd have a fair amount of money. And it's like, right bad tooth record you understand what i'm saying this is all offense. no what i'm saying is like you know people make jokes about parkinson's i get cold sores people make jokes about herpes all the time i'm not sitting over here like like just like reliving through this traumatic thing somebody said because it's the truth is like there's like existential threats that are that are, i have existential anxiety about like global warming uh not having enough resource, things like like existential threats that are are truly legitimate. You know what I mean? And and if somebody like t makes a joke about me, it's sort of like what are we what are we doing, y'all? Like is this really where we're gonna spend our time? Apparently, the same night as Will Smith slapped uh, Chris Rock, a piece of ice the size of the state of New York fell off the like Arctic shelf. Oh Jesus! And so like you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it just kind of puts things in perspective and it's just sort of like uh, what really we saw was he's yeah he slapped him <laughs> yo morby he slapped him so do you know what i'm saying late night you know what i'm saying late night, late i do like it's like no. uh, it's, just, it's, just, it's just like so freaking ridiculous because it's like you know I just I, I I sometimes call my friends like losers or idiots or you're dumb, mm. but it, in a funny way because it's like nobody who is an adult would hopefully take seriously that I'm calling you stupid, like and 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 like take it to heart unless you unless you felt that way, and then you know I think there's a there's a phrase in comedy that or in general that's like you, you have to be able to laugh at yourself before you could laugh at other people, and so you know. I just thought it was like three, three, three weird people in an awards show, and like you know, two of them are Scientologists. One has a a neurotypical situation, like Chris Rock uh, has is is some on some sort of spectrum situation, and 
also like culturally i think there was something going on like i don't know there's a lot of things that long story short it should not have been important important as it was right uh the only thing i thought was weird about it is that like they let him sit down and then yes. accept the award yeah that's the only thing that was kind of like with a like standing the sim- o yeah the simulation is broken sort of thing <laughs> yes. you know because like if i was doing a show and somebody slapped me in the face uh they would have been removed from the venue so, absolutely and you're a musician and you know like if somebody jumped on stage and sort of like fucking around uh you yeah. know that, that's a no-go yeah so it was all very uh surreal to watch you know yeah i agree and and as much coverage as it got you know as the world burns right like we're yeah. we're so fixed some men just want to see the world burn mr wayne <laughs> Yeah, and and I, feel, I, I, you know, like I, I, I don't want to say it's by design. I'm not trying to be some sort of conspiracy theorist, but it does seem like we're sort of, um, there's sort of there's it's spectacle, right? And like while oh, yeah. while while the world goes to shit, we yeah. are we are here fixated on you know Will Smith slap or or you know whatever the next fucking thing is, you know the Grammys or whatever it is. It, it, it sort of is a, sort of a distraction while people are, uh, you know, while while people in power are sort of making moves that are are, are working oh, against yeah. our best interests. Somebody tweeted something really funny that was like, y'all focusing on this fucking slap. Meanwhile, the government is taking this time to pass some legislation that's going to fuck you for the rest of your life while, right. you're, while you're not paying attention. That's perfect. That that's a perfect. That's a that that fucking you know distills it perfectly. Hey, Rocket Juice, welcome in. That's an amazing name, by the way, Rocket Juice. I'm just getting water over here. I'm just getting water. Totally fine, man. Do your thing. Do your thing. I'm not hating it at all. Oh, I think we have similar chairs. Yeah, I don't know if I like this chair. I had I had a like a gaming chair, and then mm-hmm. I I heard that they're actually very bad for you. They are. And then I invested in this chair, which actually is pretty good. Mm. But it like the other one I had reclined. Ah. Like the like this reclined. Not I don't know why you would need a gaming chair that reclines, but <laughs> uh, but I I did like it in a way, and um, but now I I'm on I'm not I'm not using my gaming PC. I use I use the PS5. I was able to snag a PS5 a couple weeks ago. So hey. Um, the PS5, huh? Did, did, yeah, I bet you paid a pretty penny for that one. Uh, I paid the cost. I paid the. Co- I actually had to. Fo- What's crazy? I had to. I had to follow some dude on, on Twitter, <laughs> to know when it was gonna drop, and then I had to like, refresh at the right time to get it. And wow. um, I never thought. <laughs> but <laughs> but like having it feels good. It's like encourages me to to play, but like in a relaxing way. Mm. Um, I'm trying to not play League of Legends, even though it is installed on this computer, <laughs> where like Horizons Forbidden West is kind of like an immersive game where mm. I could enjoy this world and it's kind of a visual feast. I feel like it's a little bit more productive, at least mentally, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Than just playing the same kind of rounds of, of video games over and over again. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I can definitely see where gaming is a meditative thing for people to sort of unwind. For, you know, like uh, it's my only vice, man. I don't really, I don't go hard at anything. Yeah, you, you never it's been a drinker I, or or a, or a drugger. No, the most I've done is just like smoke a little weed. I, I tried coke once. I wasn't into it. I, um Worst. I did. You know, I've gotten wasted. I think in my lifetime, I've thrown up three times, maybe. That's, that's hey, nice. rocket juice. Let's go, rocket juice. 
Thank you for the show. You know, and wait, did I did I free? Oh no, okay, I thought I froze for a second, but um, <laughs> you're good. But yeah, like uh, that's still my only vice. Like, and even then, I'm not playing for more than two hours at a time. Cause yeah, because I, I kind of max out and and like. I have a buddy who streams Call of Duty. He's very good at it too, and uh, but he could play anywhere between six to twelve hours straight. And I and I and I, I don't really, um, I don't know. I don't know if I could do that. You know? <laughs> no, I don't know if I could do that either. Because in my head, I'm thinking the same thing. It's like, well, I mean, I'm sure you're thinking like, there's so much more important things I should be doing right now that like pertains to like your career yeah. and your livelihood. What? And one of the things, speaking of career stuff, is is that the the more successful you get, the more work you have to do. So mm. as things are sort of popping off for me little by little, yeah, ninety minute right right late night like like ninety minutes. Uh, and just so you know, I know your real name. I just don't. I I, I just give you the your you know your avatar name just because it's like we're on Twitch and that's what we're doing. You know, I was yeah. really, really late. But but like uh, uh, you know, I just can't do it. I don't binge watch shows. I don't know how people could watch a whole season in one sitting. I don't do that. Me neither. Man. Uh, it's hard. I, I I just start to feel like I'm. I don't know. What am I, I doing? You know what, man? Especially over the pandemic, I found that like it just became hard to finish movies. Like I don't care to finish movies. I don't care about TV shows. Like, do you think that's indicative of just the way social media has started wiring our brain, or do you think it's just because like you don't like you're you're becoming apathetic? Like, what do you think it is? Because I have sort of felt the same way, and in the fact that like I don't, I'm like have anxiety about starting a new film or a new TV show because I'm nervous that if it's not good, I wasted my life doing that yeah. a little bit, you know? Yeah. No, uh, I think, I mean, for me personally, it was because I just, uh, especially over the pandemic, I really buckled in and dug my feet in and, and, and grew my podcast, you know? And then yeah. we got onto Twitch. Uh, I've been doing the podcast for way longer than I've been on Twitch. But, it, but I was... Um, for me, it was just I'm just wasting my time here. I don't I don't care about this made up story. I don't care about like yeah. these characters. Like it, it just I don't care. And so like uh, totally. there's some things that I was getting into, but very very little did I care. And so it was mostly something where I was just going in on myself and and on what I do. So. I, for me, it was just, I, I feel like it's a massive waste of time because I have so much other things to do that are like totally. way more. You, got, you have kids? I have one kid. I have a son. How old is your son? He's eight. He's eight. And he's eight. He's eight and, and he's great. Is that with your wife? Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. With Reina? Yes, it is. It's it's with is, is Reina a gamer person or like a Twitch person or she is. She she has her own Twitch stream, um, which we can probably shout her out. Reina Mystique. She is a she is a awesome uh she's a musician as well. So like we Oh nice. We 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 you know, we write together and we, we perform together and we do oh, I see her here. A lot of a lot of different stuff together as um you know, over the years, we've, we've, you know, we collaborate and stuff like that. But it, she's, uh, yeah, she's great. She's great. And she's much smarter than me. And she's just better looking than me. And stuff, Yo, so. I be telling my girl that, like, she's got to get on Twitch. And, like, you don't really got to do a whole lot on Twitch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just tell her, I'm like, yo, you could probably just smoke weed and, like, 
wear some <laughs> cat, cat ears and talk to people, I think you'd probably do pretty well. Yo, uh, do you know who Amaranth is? Of course I know who Amaranth is. <laughs> I mean, she licks who microphones. Who doesn't know who Amaranth is? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's some people who don't, but she licks microphones in a bikini, and she's doing great. <laughs> you know? So, like, I, I um, uh, one day he'll reciprocate my fangirling. Oh. Mm, I see. Uh, no, but no, Raina is great. She's <laughs> she's become such a great streamer, and she's um and she's killing it. Yeah, she's really killing yeah. it right now. Yeah. yeah, for real. She's a she. But yeah, wait. It's a it it was it was a for me watching television, TV, and all these things is just a sort of a waste of time. And now, and what's interesting is though that I will uh, I will spend like. A few hours scrolling through TikTok, you know what I mean, which I don't do no, it look, anymore. Real, real quick, I just want to talk to chat real quick. Reina, you actually are absolutely right. Her grind does not stop. Yeah, it's on. For you know, I know we could say that she's like in a bikini licking a, a microphone, but uh, she really, she really do be like finding innovative ways to get those subs, those subscribers, those chats. Like, um, you know, despite her being you know like an attractive person. It's its own business. It's its own grind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, it's and, a hard uh, job, man. And um, it, it probably took her years and years to get to, to that level, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, you can't take away from that grind, man. Like, that that's real work that she's put in. And, and like, the money that she makes, some of it goes towards animals. So, like, you know, like, saving <laughs> animals and stuff. So, she's also, like, a very kind-hearted person. She, her, I love her attitude, you know, and... and She's just uh, I, to to get on that level, to be on top of all that, to manage all these, uh, to manage all these uh, different platforms. You know, she has her own. I think she has an OnlyFans as well. She. Has, I mean, the hottest thing about her is her work ethic. Some might say. I. I mean, I would agree, and and that ass. <laughs> but you know, like I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, you know. She's she's just a very fucking hardworking person, and I really yeah. appreciate that in a lot of people. You know, like anybody. I have, I'm having a, on a. I'm doing my podcast tomorrow, and I'm having a. My friend, she's a porn star, and uh, despite her doing like her scenes and things like that, the, the amount of work she has to put into her business, her OnlyFans, her Instagram, or things like that. It's a lot of work. Anyway, I, I am going to have her on tomorrow. I'm going to ask her kind of any questions. By the way, if you guys have any questions you want to ask a porn star, <laughs> let me know in the chat and I will I will log them. And, uh, you know. I mean, like, I always wonder how, how like, what, you know, like what sex is for her, like, in intimate style. I mean, like, I guess it's probably like anybody, any other relationship. We're going to touch on that. You um, know what I mean? I always wonder yeah, we're that. we're going to touch on that. Like you know what what a, what a, a what a night with a boyfriend would be like if she had one or, you know what's you know we're gonna touch upon all that stuff and I've thought about it yeah. Your your podcast is called the Hook Podcast. The Hook with Morgan J. Yeah. Oh okay. Huh. It's the, the first ten episodes started out as. Uh, yeah, for real. It it, it 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 they do have to deal with the haters. Yeah. Um, it's it's huge haters. So uh, let's see if I have the que the questions I wrote. Let me see what I got here. Uh, some of the questions I will be asking her. Hey guys, here's his uh, here's his podcast. If you guys want to link up on Spotify, yes. Um, what was your first scene like? Who was it with? How did you feel after it was done? Mm, that's what, a good one. what made you feel like I can do this? What are your favorite types of scenes? Man, woman, man, man, woman, 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 man. Uh, GB, which is a gangbang. Gangbang. Yeah. What is what is preparing for an anal scene like? <laughs> Uh, DVDA. 
How do you think the industry has changed in the last five years with the invention of TikTok and OnlyFans? Mm. Uh, what's the hardest part about dating as an adult film actress? Uh, what do I else I have here? What advice would you give somebody who, who wants to get into this industry? What are the first steps someone could take, you know, depending on whether you're male, female, or trans? Uh, what's something young women getting into this industry should be wary about when starting out. Mm. Um, what different plastic surgery procedures have you had done? She's also very open book. She told me she'll answer any questions. Mm. Um, what's the weirdest thing a guy has asked you on your OnlyFans? Um, and then I, usually we got the end, like if you could write a love song about anything, what would it be? And then I have my assistant who's on a, the piano who will be, will make up a song on the spot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what what trauma did she go through to make her go into this profession? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, that's not probably an appropriate question, but... No, it could be. I mean, maybe, be. but I, I, I probably wouldn't bring that one up. You know, <laughs> I probably wouldn't ask but It's funny. It's like, I'm sure she'll be totally open about what goes right. into like doing an anal scene. But like, if I was like, what's your trauma? She'd be like... <laughs> I don't know if I can get into that. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going there. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I, it, it, which uh, obviously I was joking around, which is just like the worst way to go into it, like uh, into an interview like that. It's like, what, what's your trauma? What what got you fucking yeah. for money, bro? Although yeah. sometimes, you know, it's good to just cut the cut through the, the, the noise and just kind of yeah. connect on that. I mean, level, Howard you know Stern I mean? did a great, had a great career doing that, right? Totally. He's totally. like, how much money you make? <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah, how many, how many girls are you getting? Really? Come on, be honest <laughs> with me. You must be getting a lot of tail, huh? Come on, tell me. Like, what's it like on the road, huh? Yeah. No, it's... It, it's uh... Yeah, Car uh, Carla, that's a good point. Trauma questions would apply to most performers. Yeah. I think, I think as... as uh, uh, I think as I think Conan said in, in a in a award show that he was hosting, he said if we all had normal childhoods, none of us would be here. <laughs> right, right. No, yeah, you know. Yeah, so. there there wouldn't be. Yeah, there wouldn't be any great actors. It always is weird when you see people who who sort of are like successful at what they're doing, and they're just like, oh, I had a great childhood and everything's mm -hmm. great. I just had the opportunities to sort of dive into this, you know. Totally, totally. Yeah, some people, you know, grow up poor and like, you know, in shitty neighborhoods and, and like this is their way out, you know, and some people are just get their ass kicked by their parents or whatever the situation is. And then there's just some people who are like, well, my parents were a nice middle class family and they were doctors and we had a great, a great childhood, lived in a great neighborhood and everything's great. It just had time to do it. And also, I'm hitting you with a with a with a warrant. Like I, in about 15 minutes, I got to kind of dip out. No of worries, Morgan. No I worries. I, I'm seeing my emails are kind of blowing up. And yeah, I gotta, no worries. I'm I'm uh, I'm moderating a Star Trek convention this weekend <laughs> in in Chicago, and uh, one of the panels I'm doing is Star Trek Discovery, and one of the uh, people on the the panel has ALS and uh, he can't talk, and uh -huh. so. We have to. I have to get my questions into him ahead of time so they can program the answers in. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so it's a very interesting. Love Star Trek. They're big on representation. Mm. Um, so that's gonna. Be, I'm. A, I'm a fan of it, as you can see. Yeah, I don't know if you can see that. I can. I let out a little burp. I see it. Over but there. Um, I'm excited about it. So. Yeah, well, that's awesome. That that yeah. dreams do come Man true. Low, low key, like manifesting and things like that. Put that energy out. Let people know who you are, and then um, all of a sudden you are, ho you are going to a Star Trek convention. It's kind of nuts. Yeah.
The no. do, when you because you had those questions, you were rapid fire. Do, are you the type of person who prepares for a podcast where you like sort of uh, sit down yeah. and think about it, or is it something? How how do I you think con- for I think for me, I have to have some sort of structure going into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want there to be any dead space. I don't want there to be meandering. I don't want to be like, oh, what else? Uh, what else can we talk about? What else can we talk about? <laughs> I, I don't like that. Like, I'll do a little research on the people, uh, even for these Star Trek. Like, I'm really nervous about moderating these panels. And mm. I, th- this is my second podcast, by the way. I had one that I did for about a year, oh. um, which was very much like I did prepare questions for that as well. But um, this I'm nervous about because the the Star Trek. Uh, the Star Trek um, fan base is, is is pretty ride or die, and so uh, I don't want to. I want to make sure I have my questions right. And I, my buddy who got me the the gig, he goes to a lot of these Star Trek panels because one of his clients is one of the is an old captain of one of the starships, mm. and he was like, you know, I wouldn't stress out too much. Having been to a lot of these, I already know you're going to knock it out of the park because some people aren't comedians and they don't. They're not like. I don't. I want to say like engaging on stage, but they're going to be like you're going to be fine. You know, the panels are only forty five minutes, and basically it's like twenty to thirty ish, maybe four. You know, and a portion of that is questions from the crowd. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, uh, and because then the rest of the convention is like people taking photos, meet and greets, signing things, and things like that. So I'm not too worried about it because my ability to. I, I'm, I think it'll be all right, but I do tr- I do prepare all the questions as much as I can, you know. And there's a bunch that I didn't ask, you know what I mean? Yeah. Are are you the type that sits down all at once and does it, or is it something where you're like I'm you're walking down the street or you're driving and you're just like, oh, that's it? There's... That's a good question. I I uh like I hate to travel, but when I do travel, I probably get the most work done because mm. I'm on these six you know two to six hour long flights often and i'm in a hotel room with nothing to do like uh i spent three days in new york just like in a hotel kind of just like working on questions and uh, you know, things like you know stuff like this because i might not have been able to get it done i mean immediately after this i gotta answer these emails and make the questionnaire for the discovery panel so i could send it over to them uh yeah. but i um when i am doing any sort of work I, I might work for 10 to 30 minutes and then i gotta step away and i don't know if it's an add thing or if it's like a artist thing and a procrastinating thing you know what i mean yeah i gotta step away yeah it, i feel that I'll, I'll just be like working real hard on something and then something will just sort of pop in my head and i'll be like i gotta go look that up or i'm hungry now or yeah <laughs> but also if you're if you're if you're somebody who works in the creative arts you're kind of always working I don't know if that makes sense. Like yeah. your mind is always kind of uh, engaged in what you know the next thing is. The thought. I mean, I'll be going to bed and I'll be writing. I'll have a thought and I got to write it down. It's kind of you're kind of always working. You know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. Where other other jobs, like yeah, other jobs, you kind of can check out. When I was a I worked at the stock room of the Container Store in New York for about three years, and and. I just wandered around the stock room with a notebook. So I was able to, you know, like do that. So, you know, I always think it's funny, like people who go to, who can't do the bare minimum for some, some jobs that are, are pretty, uh, pretty easy can or like just things that can be learned you know what i'm saying no absolutely yeah they just not even try and like i'm just here 
especially nowadays like people are just like so overworking they're just they're like they got free bunny for the last you know two and a half years and they're like why the yeah fuck that am I also doing is an interesting dynamic too isn't it mm -hmm. yeah you know so yeah more power to them i, I it's it's fine uh, but what what is weird to me is that i used to be kind of like that because i've always been the type of person who like I fucking hate working. I don't want to do this. I only want to do what I want to do and be creative, right? And yeah. so I would always find ways to not work or like totally. I would work so hard to not do my job, you know, and it was just ridiculous. But yeah, if you are working like an hourly job, for example, like I worked at the I worked at the Apple store and I would always just like do the best job I could because like you're working an hourly wage. At the end of the day, it's like if you don't work or like, it's not going to make time move any faster if you avoid the work. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. I hate standing around. <laughs> it's like, you know, so you might as well just like do something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. No doubt. No, I, I feel that completely. If you're just standing there stagnant, it's like time seems to slow down and you seem yeah. to have to, you're watching the clock just slowly take. Totally. It's, it's, it's monotonous and terrible, but in these days, as I'm getting older, I'm finding more like, and because, because of the pandemic and I live in a small market, uh, Toledo, uh, the music scene is not quite popping off like it used to. So I'm sure it's not, it's yeah. the gigs aren't there. And so I've had to get this fucking day job and shit, but it, whatever. It's okay. It, yeah. I don't, it, for the last I have seven, a friend, please. I have a friend who like refuses to he's always stressed about money <laughs> yeah and i'm like i try to tell my bro i worked retail for almost a decade and i don't really understand kind of like what the problem with working a job is and because i was doing that and grinding at night yeah you know what i mean oh yeah yeah i mean i'm back and to it. it just takes a certain level of dedication i mean like I told you before, I'm getting like one of the biggest paychecks I've ever gotten mm -hmm. this year. And, you know, I think you, people forget like <laughs> when people make, people are making, starting to start making millions of dollars and stuff like that. They don't kind of really realize like the first 10 years that you didn't make any money. Right. Or you did stuff for free for so long, you know? Yeah. Um, which I think is important to kind of like shed light on, you know? Oh, for sure. And when did you, when did you, uh, what, what was that moment when you realized it's like, I got to stop working this job and focus on this? Like, when did you take that leap? And was that leap, um, was it a secure leap or was it a very, or was it an insecure leap? Was it something where you were like, I'm really unsure about this, but here we go. Yeah. Every, every leap you take in this industry is a leap of faith, no yeah. matter what, uh, level you're at. So, I'll tell you, I could tell you about all the leaps that I took. So the first leap was like applying to college as a drama student, you mm -hmm. know, and going to theater school straight as a fresh, like right into it as a freshman with my major declared, you know. Um, so that was the first, like, oh, I'm going to do this. Uh, the second leap was like set, like committing to, the, to to comedy for a decade. Like I started when I was 20 and so I was sort of like, I will do this for 10 years. I will try to do this. And if within 10 years, if I cannot make a living doing this, then either I'm not good at it or it's just not meant to be and, and maybe I'll switch it up. Hmm. 
And then I followed a girl out to LA. So that was kind of a leap of faith. Uh, I only came here with about four, $4,500. Um, I'm going to answer that question, Raina, shortly. Uh, I, um, yeah, so I came out here with 4,500 bucks. I bought a, I bought a car in the back of a Starbucks cash. I had enough money for uh, deposit and like first month's rent, and then uh, I had I had transferred with a job to, at the Apple Store, so I did have a job when I came out here. Oh, nice! Uh, and then, and I in that first year, I slept on a mattress on a floor in a living room. I think my rent was like six hundred bucks a month. <laughs> that's, uh, that's incredible. And that, yeah, and then. <laughs> The next leap of faith was quitting my job at Apple. I had been there for about six years and I was going to get fired, which is why I quit because <laughs> I was giving everybody, I have a whole joke about this. I was giving everybody discounts. And so that, and they never knew about the stuff, like all the stealing. I stole a lot from the store also. It's like That's a lot amazing. of employees do. Oh yeah. Why not? Uh, and the thing is when I quit, I had just signed with a college agent. Oh, um, meaning like they they book you events at colleges mm-hmm. around the country and stuff. And I'd never done it before. But that first year, so then I quit and I didn't have a lot of money and I was doing like TaskRabbit and I was doing, I did a little bit of Uber and Lyft and I did, I did a bunch of little odd jobs and things like that. And uh, I still was nervous about money. So I actually took a loan out for five grand. Oh, wow. Um, but come August, I booked you know, two commercials. I booked 40 colleges for the following year, um, which is just kind of like me believing that the universe will give you what you need if you make space for it. Um, obviously like I wasn't like sitting around waiting for these things to happen. I was doing comedy for almost, you know, at that point, eight years, you know what I mean? And, um, and then, so yeah, so then I didn't really like, really need the loan because I had all that this money coming from the, from that this that and the other, and then uh, a year ago, two years ago during the pandemic, I kind of like took a leap of faith and kind of like invested in a bunch of I spent a bunch of money on camera equipment and gear and I was like I'm gonna post TikTok I'm gonna learn how to live stream I'm going to uh, you know do this that and the other right. And then within a year, I was doing like a bunch of virtual corporate events. I was just saying like, I just made space for all these things, all leap of faiths, you know what I mean? And then I moved into a place that was way out of anything I've ever paid. This place, this apartment I'm in right now is like a two-story, one-bedroom, one-loft. Like I have an office now. Yeah, damn. Uh, and uh, I think sometimes you just kind of got to put on a suit that doesn't quite fit and you grow into it. Either you grow into it or you don't because like, there is some truth to getting rid of that safety net. You you kind of have to. Uh, I don't know. You gotta you gotta put your back up against the wall to really do the shit. Because if you don't, you'll never really know. And the thing, the good thing is, like, I have a good friend, my best friend, in fact, who uh, he goes to med school at UCSF, and I met him when we were doing stand up. He was one of the, he's probably one of the funniest people I know. Um, but five or six years into doing stand up, he was like. I don't think this is the lifestyle for me. And he quit. So like, on the other hand, you know, putting your back up against the wall might teach you to, and I'm not going to use the term give up on a dream, but 
come to the realization that maybe the stream isn't for you. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And that also takes a lot of courage and I think should be applauded. And uh, if you're not, if, if something that you're pursuing is causing you literal mental decay and, and, and anguish and strife, then it's, it, it's not serving you. You know what I mean? Um, there's always in the back of my head that I'm going to start doing Postmates delivery or something like that never goes away. Yeah. And I think that's maybe because I'm raised by immigrants that so never goes away. Yeah. But you know, I took that leap of faith a year ago, moving into this place, setting up an office and investing in equipment and things like that. And here we are this year, I'm getting, I'm making, I think this is going to be the most money I've ever made in a year. And it's like, I kind of don't know what to do. And it's <laughs> like, I'm going to get a financial planner, you know, it's all bizarre to me. So who knows what the next leap of faith is, but you, you got to always keep taking those, those steps to grow. Otherwise you kind of will never know what you're really capable of. Yeah. You know, I don't I hope that makes sense. That makes beautiful sense. And, and, and I appreciate you doing that. Um, before we let you go, uh, please answer yeah. the question from. Uh, oh yes. From, Raina. Yeah, please. Honestly, uh, Dave Chappelle. Uh, I have seen a lot of, I'm past at a lot of the clubs here in Los Angeles and, uh, I have performed with many people that I looked up to, uh, and I've watched on TV. Um, but he's the only one that I, I haven't really done a show with or, or he hasn't seen me live. I did a show a couple months ago. The lineup was, uh, Marilyn Rice Cub, uh, David Spade, Whitney Cummings, and then me. And then it was Gerard Carmichael after me. Wow. And uh, I was telling the uh, the sound guy, I was like, I can't really believe this, bro. I can't believe I'm actually fucking here. Like, <laughs> like this is weird. Like I'm about to go on stage and like and do this. Yeah, you know. So um, that's always kind of nuts. And 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 uh, you just eventually you end up if you're if you're good enough and you're doing good work. I feel like I'll eventually cross paths with him. Yeah. I'll be in a room with him, or he'll see me do comedy. You know, my name gets around town nowadays, so which is good. Hell yeah. Uh, so yeah, Dave Chappelle. I'm trying to think of anybody else. Um, that's honestly the only one because I've seen Bill Burr go up, and I love Bill Burr. I did a show with uh, this comic Beth Stelling on Saturday. She, I think she's one of the funniest comics working right now. Um, I highly recommend watching her special. Uh, there's just a lot of funny people out there right now. And it's weird to be doing shows with a lot of them, so... Well, fucking, I, that, I I love it, man. I love that you're fucking doing it and you're you're making it happen and and fucking, I, I love your perspective on life and I, I truly appreciate you taking time to come chat yeah. with us and hang out with us. So yeah, man. Well, it, it, please uh, get get back to making all that money and fucking answering <laughs> those emails. And also, fucking... I want to just say, money is relative. Yeah, this is like <laughs> the most money I've made, but I have friends who make an exorbitantly like so much more money than me. Yeah. That it's not even funny, but uh, you know, comparing yourself is never a good thing. So yeah, uh, I'm just kind of grateful for the things that are happening. So for sure, and there's Ric Flair for you. <laughs> Here we'll get we'll get one for you before you go, so so you don't feel left out because we. Uh, where the fuck is it? Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Put your hands together for our guest. And let's send him off into the great abyss of success. So, oh, 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 he has his oh, own song. Your own, oh, no, no, you got, no, 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 you got the song. It's sexy. Yo, yo. 
Thank you, Mike. This podcast has been hella tight. You know the vibe is right. We gonna do some work tonight. And beyond the stars, yo, we gonna see the light. Everybody vibe in the chat. I see you. Can you handle that? Yo, look me up on Google. Morgan J. It's been a lot of fun. And have a good day. Oh, <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you so much, Morgan. I really appreciate you coming on the show and telling us your truths. Uh, again, everybody, go and support Morgan, MorganJ.com. Go check out his new stand-up special. It's uh, it's pretty amazing. It's very funny. I've gotten to see the whole thing in its entirety. He's a, a great music streamer as well on twitch.tv slash MorganJ. And he also has a great podcast called The Hook with Morgan J. When we were talking to him on this show, he was about to talk to a porn star. So, hey, you know, let's, let's, let's go. Let's go with the porn star thing. So, um, go check him out. And again, thank you so much, Morgan. I really appreciate you giving us your time and your very, very, very busy day-to-day schedule. So I appreciate you, bud. Okay, everybody, that's it out of me. I got, I, I'm working this new job. It's pretty dope. All I do is like cook for old people and I eat food and uh, I listen to my coworkers talk about weird stuff that makes me a bit uncomfortable, but that's okay. Cause you know, people need to vent. People need to vent and it's actually very funny because one of my coworkers, there's a, a very grabby old man uh, at the place and uh, I'm calling him out. His name is Bernie. I don't know his last name. Don't care what his last name is, but he's in the memory care unit. So like he's kind of losing his mind and uh, <laughs> Bernie likes to get grabby with the ladies. And so my one coworker she is she's all about it she is all about it she goes and gives him a big old hug lets him kiss her on the cheek and he just she just lets him grope her she just lets him grope her she's like i'm single at least i'm getting a little attention and i'm just like you go girl you go give bernie that love you know hey these guys who have alzheimer's and shit they need love too you know and she 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 has a she has quite a caboose so um go ahead bernie you got this go bernie you're getting it done you're getting it done in the sun my friend anyways guys uh that's about it out of me i'll see you guys on uh next week with our next guest i'm pretty sure our next guest is doe jones um doe jones music she is an incredible christian singer uh and songwriter and I'm very excited to talk to her. She's signed to a, a, a subsidiary of Sony Records. So uh, let's see how that is, right? All right, guys. Be good to your fellow human beings. HJs for everybody. And I will see you next time. Bye-bye.